What's up, everybody? This is Marshall. Welcome to a special edition of Always Bet on Geek. Uh, the uh, yeah, I guess I'm gonna do the same thing as I did yesterday, man. <laughs> today we're here to we're here today to celebrate the life of a friend of ours, uh, Mark Costello, uh, the Good Time Fellow. Hey everybody, this is Pat, and what Mars says is unfortunately true, because on May the 1st, on a Sunday, Mark Costello passed away. And it was surprising, and it was sudden, and after it happened, Marsh had the idea of doing this podcast in which we ask for people to send in emails either a text email or a sound clip in the email to you know say how they felt about what had happened and say how they felt about what an actually really cool and awesome person Mark Costello was in my opinion he really earned that name the good time fellow because oh absolutely yeah when the first when me and Marsh and Steph set foot for the first time at the stash, there was Mark behind the counter. He came out, he welcomed us like he had known us <laughs> our entire fucking lives. And that's a very rare trait in this world. I don't care where you are in this world. It's a big world, but that's a rare trait to make strangers feel like they're your people. Yeah, because I mean, even though, I mean, even though I had talked to him on the phone, you know, a few times a month for a couple of years, it just having a phone conversation with somebody, even which I I always did thank Mark, and I still to this day I appreciate it because he would always take the time to, you know, if there was any, he wouldn't always if there was time he would pull you know come to the side and he would check in on me make sure stephanie he would check on you pat he would you know ask about the podcast he would um i think i heard mike say that uh, he was everybody's biggest cheerleader um and that was the case for us especially i mean you know the the stash and the guys tesd kevin smith the whole universe it had a lot to do with us starting a podcast but with mark's um, I guess this this is the second time, third time we've attempt this, t- attempted this. So I think one of those other times I had, I had mentioned that if it wasn't, f- I mean, Mark was probably about, say, 75 to 80 percent of the reason why he, he was, I don't want to say he inspired us, but it was kind of like a kick in the pants. He, he let us know we stayed there for a week. You know, I'm I'm crazy, so I was there every single day. Uh, but M- Mark made us, you know, he, he he said that we could stay there from open to close if we wanted to, and it wouldn't be a problem. And there was a couple of times where everybody got up and left because, well, damn, you know, I mean, you got to eat every, sometime. Apparently, I'm the only freak that just wanted to sit at the poker table and stuff. But he would come by and check on me, make sure I was okay, told me, don't think, don't don't worry about those guys. They don't understand like you understand. And though, you know, he was just being, you know, silly and busting my balls because I was being so crazy. You know, it was just, that's just how he was, you know. And it was, 
Well, actually, the only part I would disagree with you on is the fact that I think he was. I think it was more than seventy percent or eighty percent because we had talked about a podcast for a while now. We just never did anything until like I remember he told you and you told me later that that this is what finally like put the fire in me. It was like, you know, y'all y'all can do this. I mean, it was like he made it sound like I don't understand why y'all are waiting. Y'all know y'all can do it, so let's go ahead and do it. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. it sounds, He's that like, sounds good. Y'all, so, are, y'all already have y'all's chemistry. Y'all already have y'all stick together. I mean, there's no gimmick there. You don't have to work on anything. Just be yourselves. I mean, I've I've sat here and listened to y'all talk while I was working and stuff. Y'all are funny. I mean, just get that, get that on, just get that on audio, and you'll you'll have something. And you know, I like I think I told Mike that, uh, you know, at first I thought he was just blowing smoke, just to be cool because we were customers and stuff like that. But um, after after a little while, not too long, I, I could tell that he was straight up being genuine. You know, of course I had talked to him on the phone a lot over a couple of years, but. You know, it's not until you meet somebody when you kind of feel like you actually know him. But even after we left, especially after we left, he he would, you know, it's been less than a year since we've been there, I guess. What was September 2015? Right. And, um, you know, at least once a month, you know, he would text to be like, hey, man, how's everything going? How's Stephanie? How's the baby? What's up with Patrick? You know, Millington is ever, I see. I'm like, yeah, man, Pat's just so, he's just, that's the way it is. But then he was the one who was like, you know, maybe Marshall, uh, I think it's funny, everything y'all are doing, everything you're saying, but maybe you should, uh, you know, pull back that racist gimmick just a little bit. <laughs> and uh, he saw it, he saw it before I saw it, you know. Uh, it was, it was kind of funny because... Because obviously, you know, uh, when we first started the podcast, me and Pat give each other a hard time just in our normal lives. And, like, you know, if we're driving down the street and they'll be... Yeah, but, like, I I think... (laughs) See, when you first... Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm giving the progression, but he saw it from, from Jump Street, what was... Right, because Mark was used to having something be mass market. And, like, so... It plays differently <laughs> when you put it out to the public than when you're just with your boy <laughs> giving each other shit all the time. Okay, and so so the the long and short of it was it was like the hashtag racist thing. I was supposed to be racist because I would give Pat a hard time about random, very stupid, over the top, random shit. Okay, so we we stopped. I stopped doing that because it was silly, but um. I don't know where I was. I don't know where I was going with that. He saw it first, like he saw that train before we even heard the horn. Yeah, he was very helpful as far as advice and stuff. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I'm gonna be able to throw my whacked out ideas off of, and um, now <laughs> it's gonna be weird to call the store and not have him answer the phone. Hello, Marshall. How are you? <laughs> Oh, even though, I guess, you know, uh, 
Mark's not the only one that works there. I don't want it to seem like that the rest of the guys aren't great, too. Mike and Walt are pretty fantastic. Hey, man. Hey, man. You know, you don't always have to qualify your statements. It's still a true statement. You're going to miss Mark not being able to pick up the phone. Well, you didn't have to qualify that and go like, well, you know, I'm not saying other people pick up the phone or cool. You're going to miss your friend pick up the phone. That's the long and the short of it. Yeah, just, okay. That's true. Thank you. So, you know, I, I went ahead. Um, this The idea for this was there's a couple of them out there. Uh, tributes to Mark. Um, one that I hadn't heard when we recorded before, but I've heard now since this is like the third time. This is the next day from the recording day. Um, I've heard the Mike and Ming show episode 25, a tribute to Mark Costello, the good time fellow. That's another good one. It, it's actually entertaining as hell. And I won't even get into it because that's, that's theirs. Um, it, it's a good listen. Go ahead. I, I had the idea because I wanted to have, um, a podcast made by Mark's friends with Mark's friends and for Mark's friends and people that that cared for Mark so that we um who knew him a little a, a lot whatever from all the way up and down the line if you only saw him on Twitter if you've only heard about him from other people you you know it's unanimous there's never been a bad thing that I've ever seen said about the guy and uh so that's that's what this is about. So I reached out to Yeah, and right, and that's why Marsh reached out to ask people to send in their thoughts via email or sound clips. And we're probably gonna even have some call ins, right, Marsh? Yeah. And since this this was the next day after that, uh spoilers, we have two people to call in. I can foresee the future. We will have two Skype calls. It'll be pretty awesome. And um, who of the two that called in? Um. Uh, uh, oh, that's right, because you had to go yesterday, so you weren't there for them. Um, our friend jo- uh, Joe Rice and um, then Mike Mike Zapsic called in last. Okay. Um. But it was it was pretty good, you know. I was super super nervous for all that yesterday, so I I couldn't really do well in this segment, this part of it, just the me and you talking. I mean, it was a couple of points where you were like, "Hey guys, I just want you to know, Marshall's not that high. He's really just kind of uh, having problems talking." Which today I'm much better. <laughs> I'm still high, but not that bad. Well, had to put a little one in the air for Mark, just in, in tribute to him. Uh, well, the fact that we can actually have a conversation, it's not just me talking and watching you step off in the space on the other side of Skype is. <laughs> yeah, because I turned the video off this time. Well, uh, I guess on that note, did you want to read some of these emails that we got from people around the Internet? Throughout the world, really, if I'm thinking about it. You know what? I will. The first one that I will read... Um, I have a screenshot so that I wouldn't lose it on my phone. I, you know, I reached out to several people. Um, p- 
people that live in New Jersey, people that knew him, uh, people that I followed on Twitter and stuff like that. And I had asked Chris Ladondo if he would be willing to uh, share a, a story or something like that. He asked me to, he had a Facebook post up like that day that I asked him that. And he asked me to read this Facebook post. Okay. So I took a picture of it. Um, I have tons of pictures. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. It says, uh, <clears throat> this was the type of guy Mark was, always thinking of others. My last contact with him, rest in peace, brother, at Good Time Fellow. The pit, it's a, it, uh, Mark says, hey, Chris, please no need to reply because I know that you're busy. I know how busy you are. I wanted to wish you the best. I wanted to wish you the best of luck with the film tonight. We're all in your corner, pal. Marco. Short and sweet, but that's kind of what he's talking about. How he uh, to his his friends and the people that were lucky enough to find themselves in his circle, uh, whether it be the Twitter circle or the Facebook circle or the whatever. Everybody that he was in his orbit was blessed more for it, and just the small things because you know he's had a couple of he had a couple of close calls in his life, you know he was in a coma for a while. It was a, that was a. He talked about it on this morning show with Mike and Ming, a while back, you know he had like slipped on the ice and fell back on some steps and he hit his head or something, and you know. He was very appreciative of the small things that a lot of people take for granted. Uh, one of the things that I remember he said a lot was uh, if people greeted him or something, he would say, you know, I'm just happy to be here. I'm just thrilled to be here, you know. And that showed in everything that he did, pretty much, you know, being grateful for the small things and and appreciative of... I'm going to stop talking now. You want to read one? <laughs> sure, man, but I think everything you said was on the money, so, but let's see here. Um, this one comes from John. I only knew Mark over Twitter, but we did exchange a few DMs. Here is a picture he sent me of him when he was a kid hanging out with Van Helen. Cool pick to add to his tribute. Nice thing you're doing for him. And that was from John. And also, speaking of Van Helen, that that sound clip you heard at the beginning of the podcast where typically would be our theme song is from Van Helen in honor of Mark. I found out uh, after this picture was sent in, I've seen it on Twitter a couple times, and I think one of his childhood friends on Facebook posted this picture, you know, because it's got uh, the drummer and Eddie Van Halen. They got his arms. One, he's in a cast, and Eddie's twisting his other arm. Looks like they're just playing and stuff. Really, what was going on in this picture was that he said that he was being so rambunctious and crazy that they grabbed him and was in the process of threatening to break his other arm if he didn't calm down. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That's pretty awesome. I, I read somewhere on one of the uh, Facebook posts that he was the Ferris Bueller of his class, that he was... Uh, and that pretty much summed it up. And I, I think that he kept that spirit. Hey, Steph. Hey, Pat. Okay, so here 
um, since I'm a stuttering, stammering fool, um, my wife is going to read emails and we're going to record them and put them in between audio clips throughout the show. So to everybody who did write in, send in audio clips, DM me, PM me, allowed me to read something off their, their other stuff, and everybody who was on the show, uh, thanks. Um, this, I just wanted to, to do Mark proud, and uh, that's, yeah. That's that's it. I just wanted to do Mark Proud. Well, if you vote my opinion, man, I think you did, and I think this was a very cool thing to do. And I'll be keeping his friends and his family and his wife in my thoughts. Yeah, that's what uh, <clears throat> somebody had told me. If if you can take anything away from it, just you know, remember. How, how precious, I mean, and, and I guess it sounds stupid because everyone says this kind of shit, but, you know, just remember how how precious life is, you know, your your, your wife, your girlfriend, your your boyfriend, your husband, whoever, your, your significant other, people that are close to you, let them know. Tell them that they're appreciated. You know, squeeze the kid one extra time. Because you never know, you know, when, when the last time it is, or whatever thing whatever just don't take things for granted don't take people for granted uh yeah i sound pretty crazy right now i feel like no i think i think that's real talk man oh um speaking of his wife i believe somebody started a GoFundMe account, Marsh? Oh, well, there's two of them out there. One of them that's, uh, like, in, in actually officially endorsed by TESD. The other one isn't, um, isn't a phony account. It's not, um, I mean, I've, I've heard some people refer to it in, like, a negative light because it wasn't the, the sanctioned one or whatever. But both of them are for Mark and Mark's wife. Some, uh, so if um, the one that's TESD endorsed, if they reach their goal, which they're in seven days, they've reached like fifteen point five thousand dollars, which is a lot, and they're gonna open keep it open for a little while. So, so yeah, both. Uh, both gun GoFundMe's are going to Mark and his wife. So if the TESD one, uh, it's a twenty thousand dollar goal. If they reach theirs, which it's probably going to happen, the second one is like a ten thousand dollar goal. If you need to throw into that, because again, they're both going to the right place. They're both taking taking care of of Lori, uh, Mark's family, whatever expenses that are coming up. I'm not, I'm not sure. But yeah even if he how, how much is a smile worth to you how much is a chuckle how much is a uh, return tweet a DM a kind word a uh, you know if, if he enriched, enriched your life even a little bit you should you know 
when you go to the dollar store, instead of, you know, picking up a bar of ice cream, throw the dollar towards Mark. Throw, throw five bucks. If everybody does that, you know, at least we could repay him in the best way that we can. I mean, I, I don't know who it was that said something about, you know, just give up that coffee today. Five bucks. One day. It, it'll help. Well, man, like, I don't know. Was there anything else you wanted to add before we started to play some of the sound clips and read the emails and get into the Joseph and Mike call in? Uh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, I mean, I, I could tell stories and stuff, but you know, there's, we have people calling and stuff, so I, I won't go on and on, but I uh, just wanted to say Mark was one of a kind and he'll be missed. Uh, for real, thank you, Mark, the time you've taken over the years to talk to me, to make me, to, to build, boost my confidence, to make me feel like that I, I could actually do this. You know, you, you hear lots of people talk about you know, in, you know, you hear inspirational quotes and stuff, but you don't know those people. You know, sure, quotes to live by and stuff, but, it, you know, reading reading somebody's work or hearing somebody talk is one thing, but meeting them and having them urge you along, it's a little different. Uh, uh, so thank you. You are really a supportive person, and I will continue to do this until I can't do it. I I hope that this podcast does you proud. I would add more, but I think Marsh said it all right there. So um, I guess coming up next will be some emails that people sent in that will be read by Stephanie, some sound clips that people sent in, and our two call-ins. So... Well, I hope you enjoy. See y'all next time. Hey, this is uh, Jerry at TESD underscore zombie. I just want to send my prayers and condolences to Mark's family. I personally didn't have the chance to get to know Mark, but reading all the Reflections on Twitter from the ants. Mark was an awesome guy, and it's sad that the world doesn't have him anymore. But I want to thank Marshall for putting together this podcast and tribute to Mark. And I wish everybody well, and please continue to donate to Shaney Edge's uh, GoFundMe. I'm sure you can find it on Twitter. But again, uh, prayers and thoughts to Mark's family. Thanks. I first came into contact with Mark over Twitter. We were talking because I found out that he worked there. And we just ended up talking via messaging. And then I ended up going to the stash again and getting to talk to him more. And ever since then, which was over a year ago, Mark and I have kept in touch. He has made me love 
go into the stash ten times more. He has made the stash quite the experience. It's unbelievable that he's not there anymore. And I just saw him Saturday, the day before he passed. Um, it's like losing... It's like... Words can't describe how I'm feeling. He was such a bright light. And I'm heartbroken. I'm sort of going to miss Mark and hearing all of his tales and just bullshitting with him in the stash talking about anything and listening to him talk about like little tidbits from tell him Steve Dave and comic book men and just talk about anything he was a generous man he gave a crap about you he made you feel welcome and made you feel like you were a part of this huge family which is completely true and he'll be sorely missed I'm like I said, I'm, words can't express how I'm feeling right now. I'm still in shock. But I know that he's in a better place. Though it'll be hard to go to Stash and him not being there. But one of my fondest memories has to be when we were having um, a 13% or aunt meetup back in August 2015. When I got there early. And I was looking at comics. I'm like, can I go right on the table? And he gave me a Sharpie. And I ended up writing a little bit on that poker table. And just hanging out. And <sighs> Another memory is that he always <laughs> asked me to give him a heads up if I was making the trip over there. Because he wanted to make sure that he would have time to talk to me. Which... I absolutely love that he did that. And I, because I did show up once unannounced and he wasn't too fond of it, but it still was a great trip. And, um, I'm going to miss Mark. Wherever you are, Mark, kiddo, <laughs> I'll miss you. Hi, Marshall. Here are a few words of tribute for Mark. Thank you for the opportunity to share. I only got to know Mark over the past couple of years, but he made you feel like you knew him for a lifetime. We talked everything from music to comics to time he lived in Bergen County to life in general. Mark was that guy who left a lasting impression on everyone he met. You could listen to him tell stories for hours, and yet he was always ready to lend an ear your way. He remembered your name. He remembered your face. He remembered minute details of your conversation. The next time you talked, he'd asked about, he'd ask you how your wife, your child, or your pet was. He'd remember all their names. He was a kind soul looking out for everyone else. He lived life to its fullest and wanted you to share the ride. You saw him at the stash. You listened to him on the podcasts. You knew him as the unbruised guy from comic book men. He was your classmate. He was your bandmate. He was your family. He was your friend. I think of Mark and smile and cry at the same time. Now I know why. He gave us something big to strive for. We should all try to be more like him. Brighten someone else's day. Tell that funny story. Listen intently to others. Treat everyone not as a stranger, but as a friend. 
basically Mark taught us to be a good time fellow. Strap on that guitar, brother. It's your time to take the solo. We miss you, Marco. Your pal always, Nick. Nick Franco. All of us that were lucky enough to know Mark know what a genuinely down-to-earth, fun, kind, and thoughtful person he was. Although he is no longer with us, his memory always will be, and for that we can smile and rest in peace, friend, Gemma Smith. I only met Mark a couple of times on my visits to the stash, but to me, it was like I was talking to someone that I've been friends with for years. He was an amazing, kind, good-hearted man, and that showed when everyone entered the store. He never made me or anyone else I saw feel rushed or unimportant. He will certainly be missed. Lisa and Sierra, the service dog. I met him once in October. I stopped by the stash on my way home, and I was way too scared to ask Walt myself for an autographed sketch comic book. Mark had Walt finish up one for me. Standing there by the cash register, Walt, Mark, and I chatted about hockey. How it's, how it's growing, how much fun the playoffs will be, and how good the Devils and Carolina Hurricanes were doing. Mark was so sweet, and I was so glad to meet he and Walt. I'll never forget that. I was like, Mark... We're Twitter friends, and he shook my hand and giggled and was like, it's nice to finally meet you, and he was such a happy soul. Even for a little time, even for the little time I met him, he made me feel really happy walking out of that store. He was so funny and hilarious, and I feel as if he gave off this wonderful and kind of vibe that can never be matched. Oh yeah, and if, if I could add... Oh yeah, if I could add, Mark saw how nervous I was to meet Walt. I listened to TESD and am shy around people I don't know. And Mark really made me feel comfortable and Walt opened up and joke around with me. If, if it weren't for Mark and how kind he was, I would have never met Walt or had a wonderful experience. His heart was so big and I know he'll truly be missed. This is Anonymous. Hello, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo. I'm an actor-musician known to most folks from some of Kevin Smith's projects. Uh, I'm the Chewie's Gum Guy from the first Clerks. Also had a part in the movie Vulgar. And then many years later, I was fortunate to have a quick walk-on in Comic Book Men. I just want to say a quick word for Mark because... I, I had only found out a couple hours ago and I'm still totally in shock and still don't know any of the situation or details. It is shocking. And I did not know Mark that well, but I can say that whenever I spent time with him or around him down at the stash or uh, we had gone out one evening to see Brian O'Halloran do some stand-up comedy as well, he was a... Very upbeat, positive-minded guy. Um, couldn't do enough for everyone else, uh, but a very inspirational type of cat. He always had uplifting, upbeat words, uh, especially for fellow artists and uh, folks in the creative genres or, or creative arts, I should say. So it's, it is really shocking and heartbreaking. He's a young man, 
who I know had a lot to give to a lot of people. And it's really awful uh, and very sad. But I pray for him and his family and his uh, friends, blessings, and may he rest in peace. And may his spirit live on through the people who he touched because it's unanimous when you see all of the feedback. He was a very uplifting, very, very positive-minded guy. Um, and this is still so shocking and horrible. Yeah, man, I may have to record, scrap everything that me and Pat did and record all over from the beginning. Oh, that's a oh, boo. That uh, sounded awful, man. Uh, like stammering and stuttering. I couldn't finish a sentence. I couldn't finish a thought. Yeah. It, it wasn't because I'm high. It was just I was really having a hard time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so oh, that's beautiful. That's the beauty of recording, isn't it? Yeah. Lots and lots of editing. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, thanks. Thanks for calling and joining me. Yeah, so uh, uh, welcome back to Always Bet on Geek, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, a... Thanks for joining us. I wish it was a... Uh... It's a pleasure, man. Thank you. And that's, that's what we've been... Oh, crap. That's what we've been doing today is I've just been going around. We've been reading emails and sharing audio and talking with people who knew Mark and wanted to say a few words, so... I know that you knew him, knew him pretty well. So, thanks. Hey, totally. You know, it's a, it's a pleasure to be back. On, I always love talking with you guys. I mean, you and I talk, you know, pretty pretty regularly anyway. But I mean, to anytime sure. you asked me to come and do it, I guess for so especially you know doubly so, you know, today's considering the you know the, the subject matter, you know. So it's definitely a good thing you're doing there, sir. Definitely a good thing. I hope so. Well, I mean, yes, absolutely doing a good thing, but uh, it's just the the execution of this awesome sentiment is going to be what I'm worried about. That's, that's the beauty of recording. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. This stuff has been said. Nobody's going to hear it. True. <laughs> never know. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, I don't, right, I don't I hear, even, uh, I, I'm not even sure I can edit together a, a decent decent uh, conversation between me and Pat. I may have to just scrap it and redo it. But I like, think you I think I think you Damn Skype. No, it's fine. But worth of the uh, grapevine is you got some you got a lot of people jumping on board with this, huh? I don't it's, know. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool, man. It's like it's I don't know about a lot of people. It's a but an, honor, an honor to be part of it. I've got a couple of people that are supposed to be calling. Uh, one, uh, I got an email from Dave, uh, 13% Chris's husband. I haven't read that one yet on the pod. Dave! <laughs> <laughs> I always picture Captain Caveman screaming him out. Awesome. He's a good cat. He's I, I, haven't, good cat I haven't met him. I will eventually, I'm sure, though. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, so it's like... Uh, you know, like I said, it's, I think it's a great thing you're doing here, man. You know, it's, I've been telling you that from day one. Is uh, you know, there's some other, you know, you know came over a little less. 
disingenuous, I think, but what you're doing is, you know, I mean, I've said this to you before, and I'm like, what you're doing here is come from the right place, man. It's just not the love, you know? And I think that's that's a great thing. So it's just, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to hearing what everybody has to say and just kind of like different memories and stuff. And I think it's a, it's just a wonderful way to do it. And for other people that can't to get closure, man, I think it's, it's great. You know, I think if, you're doing the right thing here, sir. If this actually does do that, like help somebody with closure or something, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm being a little selfish. That's how, what I'm using it for. This is for me, for me to say goodbye to my, my, my pal, you know, and if somebody else, if it can, you know, if it can be that what for somebody else, I'm all about it. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, he, uh, you know, Mark, I, I, I got to talk to him, um, uh, you know, more than most, I would think, you know, well, I should say my, more than most, more than some. Certainly there's a lot of people that talk to him a lot more than I did, you know, but he was a expert, and he always spoke very highly of you, you know. You spoke with, I mean, he was the one that kind of pushed us together. You know? <laughs> He's like, yeah, hey, you know, this other, yeah, you, you talked to that guy, Marshall, on, on Twitter. We're friends on Twitter, but not that much. He's a good, he's a good dude. Check him out. Talk. So that's kind of how we, that was about a year ago, so, right? It seems like longer than that, but, uh, man, since I got on Twitter, all of the friendships that I've made and stuff, it all seems like that it's been five years. So, I mean, I'm not even... I couldn't Digital even try time. to get, yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, then you throw the smoke in, and then I really don't know, but. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't even, like, it's, she's, he's a good guy, man. Like, I can just say from, and I have to assume that he was, like, that's what a lot of other people too. like, first time I met him, well, actually, I had listened to him, I listened to him, he was started, just started doing the Smodco morning shows, and, uh. I had gone in to the store. It was the first time I'd ever been in the store. I was just, we were literally, we were on a trip. We were down in Jersey, uh, my wife and I, coming back up. And I said, why don't we just stop over there? It's only like a half hour out of the way. Like, why not? Went in the store, saw him, and I was like, hey, I recognize that voice. <laughs> right. So just like, just like said hi to him. And before I knew it, like, we just started talking like normal. It was no big deal. So then uh, I didn't think anything of it, really. And he hit me up on Twitter and just, it kind of just grew, you know, it's like a, a normal, I would say a, a long distance bromance thing. <laughs> Cause yeah, you know, after a while we ended up, uh, you know, we exchanged phone numbers and stuff and talk, tried to not talk about anything relating to what happens over there at that store or anything like that. You know, and you try to keep it normal. Right. As much as it can. I mean, that was the guy's every day, his day to day, you know, was, was immersion, you know, so it was hard for him to not talk about that, but really tried to steer clear of any of that stuff. Cause it wasn't, it's not about that. He was just a genuinely a, a good dude if I could talk to him, man. Like, you know, he, he just text out of the blue. Hey, what's up? And I've, I've been hearing them stories all week, you know, and it's true. He would do that. Like, holidays, birthday, just yeah, yeah. That's what he would do. He would, you know, hey, what's going on? I hadn't heard from you in a little while. Just checking in on you. Yeah. And then, I, or I would call to get yeah. my my comics at the store, you know, because I'm a reservist, and I would call, and he'd be like, instead of saying comics, they answer the phone. Marshall, how you doing? What's up, man? And he would pull, you know, he would yeah. go to the side, and he would talk to me for ten or fifteen minutes, and he'd be like, wait. I'm not going to let you order your comics. Uh, let me talk to Stephanie. 
I'm like, uh, okay. And then he would get on Ste- get on Stephanie and be like, I'm just checking in on him. He doing you okay? Make sure I'm keeping him honest. Now you you yeah, do fun. him right. And so <laughs> it was real nice. He would always in, in, be very inclusive and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was kind of weird too because I'm just like, why do you want to bother being my friend? Like I'm nobody. <laughs> well, nobody. You know, but no, it was no, nobody was nobody to Mark. Everybody was everybody was somebody to him. That was really good. Yeah, it's funny too. He like he would sometimes I'd get a message from him. Sometimes he would text my phone. Sometimes he would call, like before he went in the store or something. Sometimes he would it would be Facebook either dm or on the thing or and sometimes it just be twitter it just seemed like wherever he was if he thought about you right away that's where he had to contact you you know thinking about him now got to contact him now you know he's nice man it's just just nice to have he had a couple of close calls in his time you know he 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 never forgot how important uh the small things are you know all the little things that most people take for granted whenever you come close to when you come close you know you start appreciating that stuff and he he had a couple of close calls man so and it showed because all the little things trivial to most people most people but just like you said just the smallest text message to say hey just checking on you what's up little things like that to some people that that makes make people's people's weeks and months sometimes yeah yeah it's it's, it's i remember there was one uh was it i think it was new year's i think he had texted me new year's eve pretty close i don't know if close to close to 11 o'clock or so but he had texted me just to say hey happy new year's bro hey man you too and then and i thought about it the next day and i was like you know it's just it's just really nice to know you're being thought of ain't it just yeah it, it's cool it's just like that's the kind of guy he was you know i mean he, i don't know man i i told him this a um a hundred times you know i just i felt like we kind of clicked pretty fast just about different subjects you know not really about anything that goes on there it was just music he was in the documentaries i was in the documentaries um right. some of the same bands you know comedy had similar tastes comedy too most of the conversations that were on it, you know, and I don't have a lot of people that are like that, you know, especially it's not somebody who was just gonna. I probably got about four other people in my life, maybe, including family that'll just reach out, How you doing? You know, and he was one of them. It's yeah, tough, you nice. know, you get somebody that's like that involved in your life, and you then they're just gone. You just like, why? Man, my Skype is acting crazy for this call. But yeah, I mean, we did as much as we could to maintain a friendship over, you know, 200 miles and any any media that we had available, you know. It's no different I get than with you or I, you know. My Skype is so bad, dude. This is horrible. You or I end up, we, oh, is it? That's all right. Make do you. You cut out what's cut out what's bad and keep the good. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. I'm gonna try. Yeah, so it's like yeah, so like I was saying, like we um, you know, we tried our best to maintain a friendship over a distance, and I mean, that's what you can do sometimes. I mean, I got some really close friends. Like I got you. I got another buddy that's um, uh, I actually met through an Xbox, but we maintain contact, and that's really what it is about. You know, I mean, friendships are verb. 
you know, I'm just like, love, you know, it's something you got to take action on. You can't just be like, oh, oh, I'm their friend. And you don't really contact them any other than just like a social media site. You know, it's, it's a constant thing. You know what I mean? It's right. something that's cultivated over time, you know? Oh, yeah. I never, ever, <laughs> I don't ever try to talk to those guys about the store unless I'm calling the store. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's, you know, that, that, that shines through, you know, I always, I always said that, like, you know, he's just a guy that I'm friends with that happens to work at that store and that's it. Right. But he was, he was a lot like a lot of the guys that I ended up growing up with. It's kind of, you know, same era, close to the same age, I suppose, you know, I think we're only, we're only about a week apart with our birthdays anyway. But yeah, it's it's a loss, man. Just I don't know how they're gonna keep going on. I know a lot of people out there feel bad, and for the people that are hearing this that don't know him, it's just back to the backlogs and listen. He's he's he literally is that guy that you hear. He's just a genuine dude, you know. Mm-hmm. There's not there's not a lot of people like that. And if you get an opportunity to make friends with someone that's like that, make friends with them. Doesn't matter what they do for a living. You know, those kind of people are few and far between, you know? Oh, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I've learned a long time ago not to pay attention to what people do for a living and all that stuff. That doesn't matter at all. Like I said, I think that's, that's probably why he kind of pushed us together, you know? I was like, hey, you talk to this guy. Hey, you, you talk to this other guy. <laughs> Which is cool. I'm grateful for that, you know? I don't know, man. I mean, he's, um, I, I just I, I just can't wait to hear all the stories. I mean, I know what he, what he did. You know, some of the conversations that he and I would have was yeah, good. He gave me some of the highest compliments I've ever gotten. You know, and I'm not a person that takes compliments, you know, or accolades uh, very well. I end up going the wrong way with it. You know. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I don't. Right, right. Well, he, I mean, he was too. You know, I said one of the. One of the times, I think it was, a, he did this morning show. Uh, it was on 4th of July one. It was, you know, the recording was done. He did the, they recorded it on his iPad. So the sound's a little bit different from what they used to. But, like, we had talked about that. And I was like, I was like, bro, it's it's fine. Like, it sounds freaking great. And he's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like that. He was really conscious about what he was doing, you know? Yeah. And And he liked doing that so much that he would, he was his own worst critic, you know. I think that's a that's a, a common trait, you know. Yeah, he was a definitely a confidence booster. He was he would always build you up. Yeah. Because I mean, he was. Yeah. Which really, me and Pat had talked about podding. I think we made me and Pat had talked about this earlier, but you know, we had talked about podcasting for several months before we took that trip, but it was pretty much mark was the one that gave us that that kick in the pants and the day we got back from the store we recorded and started the podcast and i, I don't mm-hmm. want to say it was a hundred percent his doing but i'd say it was about 80 85 percent he had a big part of it it was really yeah. it was really awesome yeah no, he, yeah he was he didn't he was not shy about that he said that too so it's like that man I mean, isn't that funny though it is to to be like you like something, I mean, I guess that's just natural. But he, he boosted up everybody else. But he was, 
like he always say, oh, and he'd be like, no, Joe, we did this. And like, like, I don't know, listen for this. I don't, I don't think this is like, I don't think that went over as good. I'm a little worried, but I don't know. What do you think? You know, so I'd go and listen to the show when it, when it popped on and just like, you know, critique. But then I'm like, I'm like, who the, who the fuck am I? I mean, even though he was asking, you know, I didn't feel like I had any, I had no dog in that fight. I had no credentials to say something like that, but he would still ask, you know, and it was, it was, it was, I'm grateful for that, you know. I'm grateful that he thought of, thought enough of me to even do that, you know. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's been it's been a tough week. I mean, well, if you if you said like a week ago, hey, this is gonna happen, you're gonna be kind of bummed out about it. There's no way I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because I I remember when I heard about it and I told you, right? You were like, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm like, no. Uh-uh. Let, let me, let me, let me get a hold of him and find out. Like, yeah, this sounds. Me, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, and I told you, I told you originally, it came from a reliable source. I didn't want to believe it either, but. Yeah, I uh, listened to uh, Mike and Ming did a uh, their the Mike and Ming show. They let their, they did a tribute uh, to him. It just kind of dropped, and I listened to that, and I guess Mike had a similar, uh, a similar experience finding out. You know, but I did the same thing. Like, uh, usually if I, if he and I, if I initiated a text with Mark, it would, you know, he'd be busy or if he was super busy, he'd probably get back to me within 20, 25 minutes or, but normally it was a couple hours, you know, and he's a busy guy, understandable. But yeah, when you told me, I just texted, I was like, Hey man, uh, there's, hearing some weird news kind of surrounding you. Like, just give me a buzz when you get a chance. I didn't want to call him. You know, and just out of the blue, uh, at that at that time, you know, and yeah, like right away, you know, Lori got back right away. She's like, yeah, it's um, it's it's true. And I was like, oh shit, like that is just, you know, it's a gut punch, man. You know, do you know real quick story? Um, actually, no, we could talk about it some other time. <laughs> No, it's all good, man. Like I said, I mean, yeah, yeah. all the stories, everything, all, you know. There was one, one, one time we were down at the store there, and, and Mark was, uh, I was telling a story that I had, I had met Rob at a con at once. I never really met him organically, you know. Um, and Mark says, oh, hold on a second, hold on. And he goes over to the phone, he comes back, and he goes, just wait here for a minute. And I guess he had called Rob yeah, and told him that we were interested in buying some stuff from his office. So Rob's coming down there with a sales pitch, and I'm looking at Mark. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And he's, like, giggling, you know? (laughs) That's funny. You dick! (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, they're all all very nice. Very nice, very nice guys, you know? Yeah, I remember (laughs) when we went to the stash. I mean, y'all were... I think it was right before y'all showed up to meet with us. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, uh... Can I uh, can I see the basement? And he kind of took a step back. Yeah. And he's like, uh, and then he smiled. He's like, you know, they don't really record down there. I was like, no, no, I knew that. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just wanted to check it out. You know. Yeah. Can I can no, look no, at the nothing, basement? Please. Nothing weird or anything. <laughs> you know? But at that basement. at that point, you know, we were gonna call the podcast not your parent or your parents' basement. So I was gonna I was gonna record some bite inside the basement to just to pretend like it was authentic to just being stupid, you know. And right. he was like, you know what? 
And then when he said, you're the first person who's ever asked to look at the basement, I was like, oh, uh, it made me, it made me forget everything that I was doing, but he made me feel he was fucking with me. It was really awesome. I mean, it was, yeah, I I remember that. I remember you, I remember you telling me that day we ran back to the store and he says, uh, we were talking about something else. And I had said, oh yeah, Marshall went down in the basement, huh? He's like, yeah, like, oh God, (laughs) like, that's awesome. I said, uh, cause there's supposedly some writing on the walls down there. So what I do for a living, I, I kind of, I know that that's a thing in older buildings. So we were talking about that. And I said, yeah, it's usually placed, you know, in a certain spot in the walls. I don't know if that's a thing that, you know, they, it's usually on a Southern wall. Um, cause I work in a lot of historic homes, you know, and he was like, Oh, come on, let's go check it out. We're going to like, you know, before I know it, he's like bringing me down in the basement, you know, I took some pictures of it and stuff just to be able to match it to the other things I have. And, I remember sending him a few, a few pictures of this other, because I take pictures of it, you know, right, um, of of similar writings that I found. It's always in that old leaded pencil, so it sticks around for a long time. But yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of funny. It just like takes you down there and be like, hey, check it out. <laughs> and it, you know, it's not spectacular. It's nothing. It's just a basement with a bunch of stuff in it, you know. But it's just the, I guess, the mystique of the whole thing. The yeah, I wonder how many. I wonder how many how many outsiders have been down in that basement. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say none, and I'm gonna say I, I think it's really special. How's that? <laughs> well, sh- sure. I mean, but, uh, because of Mark, I don't really necessarily feel like an outsider anymore. You know, I mean, no, 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 no not at all. It's all due to Mark. I mean, yeah, not all, but. You know, a lot of it has to do with because of how cool he was and how warming he was. And when he spotted the good, you know, when you proved yourself to be one of the good ones. A normal, a normal, decent human being. Right. Well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, a a lot of people, I know they see all all types over there, but. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, no, he he said that a few times. It's just some, you know, people try and make friendships for, you know, one reason or another. That's why. It always, you know, hey, I don't want to talk about what what you do or who you know, you know, who's your boss. I don't, I don't care who your boss is, you know. Well, I mean, we it's can not... we can talk about it if you want to, but that's not why I'm here, yeah. you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know, man. It's a, it's, it's I think it's a loss, you know. It's not, it's not just not just a loss for our community. It's, a, it's a loss for like, you know, lost a friend, you know. It sucks. It sucks. We we. We had planned on, it was supposed to be a couple months ago, I was supposed to head down there and, you know, go out to dinner and stuff with uh, he and Lori. I just, I did, all I wanted was I wanted to know where the best, best marinara was in, in town, you know? Right. And I said, just take me wherever that is, take me there. So, and we'll, we'll go there and, and just do whatever and hang out for the day because it was tough to try and schedule to hang out because of, you know, his work schedule. He was off kind of like early in the week and, I didn't really have that opportunity to do that. So most of the times it would have to be, I'd have to go in on a day that was slow or later in the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you know, unfortunately we never really got to hang out outside of work. We just we met, we intended to we just never got to, um, but yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, it just, we didn't, I kind of blew it off. I got really busy and we didn't, you know, me and the wife didn't never went down there to kind of make good on that. So, I mean, it's just, regrets suck you know regrets suck i really wanted to you know just see him again you know 
you never know when the last time you're going to see somebody is the last time you're going to see him or the last time you talk to him is going to be the last time you talk to him. And I think he, depending he understood on, that. Depending you know? on what you believe, uh, you know, we may, we may see him again. That's true. That's true. I kind of like to think that the people you care about are there for you whenever, uh, whenever you pass on. But I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with religion or anything. Just, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like that's the way it is. I mean, if I'm wrong, I, I won't know until the end, and it won't really matter anyway. But you know, <laughs> to, to give me comfort through my life, I figure that that's a good way to think about it. If you're wrong, well, don't worry; it won't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just you know, it's, it's lesson learned, man. You know, just take advantage of the time you got. And it's he—he would always say that too. You know. I had certain ideas that uh, that I, things I wanted to do, and he's always like, "Just fucking do it, man. You're worth it. Do it." You know. And it's just, I mean, I know you can you can attest to that as well. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, besides my wife and my mama, I never really had somebody. I mean, I've had, I have had lots of positive like role models and positive friends and stuff in my life, but he he always went above and beyond to try to. Right. You know, it, it was, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a fucking loss, dude. It's a, it's a loss of a friend, you know. Every time I have to put a thought together, I really just can't do it. So it, I just hope that I don't come off as an idiot because <laughs> I do a lot of stammering everybody I've talked to so far. Yeah, not at all, man. You know, I, could, I, I, I've told you this before and I'd say it again. He, if you came up a conversation between us, it was nothing but good. Yeah, he really he really did think the best of you, man. You know, well, I, I appreciate. I don't that. I don't know if he was right in thinking the best of you, but he did. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or maybe he's just lying to you because you know we're, we're friends or something. I don't know. No, no, he really did. It was before before we became friends, he he spoke very very good very well of you. You know, that's I so. funny. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was really I was more more friends with Mark than anything else. I mean, if I would. I went down to the store, you know, probably a little bit more than the wife was happy with me going. <laughs> but if, if I went down, was you, you know, just to hang out with him, you know. But, hey, what are you doing today? Are you going to be super busy? I'll swing down or, you know. Oh, man, they would have. I may have been like the real life Jay from Clerks. I'd have been sitting at the damn thing all the time with my leg kicked up, sitting in front <laughs> of the stash. Except for I'd be more than happy with not selling drugs, and uh, I would buy them food. What do y'all want today, guys? All right. <laughs> he was always good. I always try to. I remember the last time we went down, he was hanging out with us. I think he did it when um, when Chris and Dave came up too. We we made the trek down there to meet up with them, and um, Mark had put a in the Tom C. Dave kind of like the trophy case, the hall, the wall of fame there. He, he did put he, next to me these little. He did what? You Mark broke put it. a sign. Mark, oh, okay. sorry. Mark put a, put a sign in the trophy case there. Okay. Um, Chris had made some um, some you know nice little baubles and stuff for them, and he put a sign in there waiting for thirteen percent, Chris. Yeah. Awesome. And I and I walked in and I saw it and he greeted them at the back and they came in and and uh, I I looked at them afterwards they were kind of doing their thing and then uh, me and the wife and Mark we sat down at the at the, at the uh, poker table in the back there just. Yeah, we're just shooting the shit for about 10 minutes or whatever. And uh, I just looked at him. I was like, dude, that, I pointed at it. I'm like, that was fucking awesome, bro. 
like that meant the world to somebody. That was that's really cool to see. You know. Yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah. What are you, what are you gonna do, man? You know, it's it's free. It's free, and it, and it and it makes somebody happy. So I mean, why why not do it? You know. But he was like genuinely excited that they were coming up. Yeah, you know? I remember. I remember him hitting me up on Twitter uh, DM. It was we didn't text message as much. We uh, DM'd a whole lot. I mean, we text mm-hmm. messaged a lot, but you know, I don't know. We tended to DM, but uh, he told me that she was coming up and that he had planned some stuff and he was getting, he was excited. Yeah, he was, he was, that's why it was, it's, it was, you know, he was real. He was very grateful and humbled to be in the position that he was in. Uh, Absolutely. It was a very nice because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Every time I try to put together a, a thoughtful, thoughtful sentence, I start going too far with what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was one time he called, he actually called me from the store. And I'm like, why the fuck is the store calling me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any orders in. What the fuck is this about? <laughs> I'm like, let it go to voicemail. I'm like, I'm not answering that. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it would always freak me out. I'm like, oh shit! I said something that I shouldn't have said. What, what did I say? Oh man! And I go back through in the, like the two rings before I hang up. I'm like, uh, the last episode. What did I say? Did I? I didn't say anything about the guys at all. Uh, what did I say? Uh, no. Okay. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny too. After I did, um, after I did Maxwell's episode, he had, uh, I guess he downloaded downloaded it and listened to it the next day. He's like texting me at night. Hey man, I'm listening to the this that the other thing. He's like, I probably won't get through it all tonight. It's a late night, so I'll uh, listen to the rest of it in the morning. Get back to you. Blah blah. blah. It's just cool, you know. It's cool to. It's just cool to have a friend, you know. Really. Yeah, he he was in your corner, especially yeah. especially during all that. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm super. I'm super glad that like I'm we're we're doing your podcast and you watch a Periscope. I feel totally. Uh, I feel I feel like I'm riveting. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty dick thing to do. You're right, man. Oh, it's it's, I, I'm, it's awesome. I'm, so, man. I'm sorry, man. I, I turned him off. I'd like to, I'd like to thank you for your undivided attention as a host. You're you're you're, you're the best. <laughs> I'm only kidding, man. I was actually that's listening what, to it. That's that's what I get for having friends on the podcast. I guess I, uh, <laughs> sometimes I tend to forget myself around my friends. I don't. I don't care, bro. You know I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is. You leave an open door. I'm gonna take it. I'm sorry, you broke up. What did you say? He he did what? And, and that, oh, Mark, Mark, all the time would just I would identify her by her Twitter name. He'd just be like, "How's Jessica doing?" I'm like, <laughs> "Well, dude, I mean, until and he'd be like, oh shit, I keep forgetting.' I mean, so much I, that he, until I met y'all, I didn't even know that wasn't her name. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's so and so, and we're meeting so and so, and they're like, huh? oh my God, she's she's used that moniker since we were kids. Like all the time. Yeah. That's cool. It was funny. Well, if, if you're gonna t- uh, get a name from somebody, why not? Uh, why not her, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have have you gotten a chance to listen to the 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 tribute show that Mike and Ming did? No, not yet. Because I've oh. been I've been recording ever since you told me about they f- it. They they flat out without naming him, without naming him to give him the accolades, they flat out out him. It is awesome. beautiful. 
Good deal. I told you, man. I'm just. No, no. I'm I'm editing all that. I'm. The... I've been trying real hard to to keep. The yeah, ne- absolutely. The absolutely. negative out of this one. Now, absolutely. if we want to be a a hate on the all episode next, but that's cool, but not this episode. But it's. No, it's tough, man. Why the hell don't you live closer? What the fuck? You know, when we got back from the stash, even even Stephanie was under the spell for a while. We we talked about her transferring to New York uh, so that she could get some experience since she's a nurse. You know, just a little yeah. different thing. And, yeah, you got uh, you got you got the guys got me all excited when you were talking about that. Yeah, I mean, we really considered it for about a week before she mentioned it to her mom, and then, you know, they're not going to let her go without a fight. So, and from a parent's perspective, I'm, I get it. Her family's, you know, well, and I don't want to say her family's closer than my family because there are parts of my family that are really close, but I'm not as close to my family as she is to hers. Yeah. Um,. But that's my fault, and if any of my family members are listening to this, that's all me. I get that I'm the one with the problem, not my family. But I just had to put the disclaimer out there because I know that some of my family actually listen to this. It was a super nice thing to think about. Well, maybe maybe Marshall will be closer here. That's freaking great, man. You know, won't be fucking you know twelve hundred miles away now. It'll only be about two. <laughs> well, dude, even an eight-hour trip, I would come and visit somebody a couple of times a year three or four times a year no problem we'll have totally. a, quarter, a quarterly trip but 18 hours is just a little too excessive like that's like a once a year trip maybe once every other year totally. I, would love to, I would love to make it a once a year trip I don't think it's going to happen but I'd love for it to be a once a year trip <laughs> a, way, a better way to be a human being and help you believe in yourself for a few things you know what I mean so when I corner you know and i think that's probably the like we had talked you and i had talked about this you know it's best way to honor that, that you know honor that person's memory you know and, i mean make no mistake there's other people that were around mark that were far closer to him than you or i were you know oh absolutely but, yeah i don't want it to uh i don't want it to seem like that i'm that was one thing one thing i was worried about i didn't want to make it come off because i mean when it comes down to it Everybody who met him, whether it was someone who talked to him on the phone for a couple years, someone who met him, knew him since he was eight years old, someone who knew him for two minutes, everybody got the same feeling off of him, like they've known him their whole lives. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just the way he was. I mean, everybody yeah. was. You know, there's a you ever hear that that is a was a Garfield strip, and, they, and I remember it for some reason. I just remembered it, and it said, uh, "He who dies with the was it he who dies with the most toys wins." And somebody had flipped that and said, you know, he who dies with the most friends wins, you know. And uh, if that's true, he won. Oh, what What's the term? If I could coin the term, <laughs> big big bucket of win. I know I've taken I know I've taken that as a lesson. I just, you know, I've, I think this whole weekend, you know, they got to really just take care and nurture the relationships that I have that I still have, you know. And I think that's what everybody should be doing whether you whether you knew mark personally or you just you know tw- just through maybe twitter or facebook or you know just met him a couple times as he was definitely the kind of person that you know would nurture a relationship and i think that's 
we should all take away from that, you know, just take the relationships that you have and nurture them because they're worth it because there's no better time than right now. Right. I said that, I said that to him. I was like, you, you really remind me of the guys I grew up with, man. And you're a good dude. You know, I wish I met you sooner. And he was like, well, dude, now's a good time. Isn't like now's just as good. That's what, that's where we are right now. It's never too late. Yeah, it's, and I never really thought of it like that. And I'm like, yeah, you're fucking right, dude. Right now is a good time because that's where we are. You know? Yeah, I think, uh, and he may say it later when I talk to him, but Mike said just, you know, to just. Yeah, he just dropped out. I mean, what are you saying? You said that he, he said, um, he said what? Oh, he said, you know, just the, the people that, that are close to you, you know, just give them an extra hug before you leave or. You know, give them that extra peck on the cheek or, you know, cuddle your kids one extra time before you leave. Take the extra two or three seconds to do that because, you know, you, you never know. Just appreciate the relationships that you have more and, you know, because you never know. Yeah. That's a goddamn fact, man. That's a goddamn fact. All right, bro. I'll let you go. I, uh, hey, listen, man. Friggin', I'm... I'm super glad that, you know, we had, you know, you got to do this, man. And like I said, it's, it's always a, it's always really this format anyway, you know, and even more so to be able to talk about somebody that kind of like, you, you broke up, you broke up there after you said you were, um, thank you for doing this. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was saying it's, um, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure to talk with you, man. It's always, it's always a, a pleasure to be able to talk to you in this format, even though we talk, you know, uh, outside, it's it's a privilege. It really is not. It's a privilege, man. You know, I'm, I'm proud of you for doing what you're doing, and it's it's really cool to see you doing what you do, you know? And just to be part of it's a, a big deal, and, and even more so now, you know, for, for you know, today's show. It's it's awesome, man. I'm wishing you nothing but the best. I hope everybody calls in, and, and you know, all the emails. I, I just can't wait to hear everything, dude. It's going to be really cool, you know? Really looking forward to it. I really am. I was only able to get through a couple of emails. I made Pat read all of them earlier. Right on. That's sweet. Bonus. <laughs> but, uh, all right, man. Well, I'm going to, I'll let you go and, uh, we'll probably end up talking after this anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll holler at you in a little while, man. Appreciate it. All right, bro. All right, man. Take care. All right. Bye. When Marshall had posted that he wanted to do a pod and talk about Mark, I was all over it because I honestly would do anything for Mark, even now that he's gone, even more so now that he's gone. Um, I knew him for probably about a year and a half to two years, and uh, he was an awesome dude, I'm telling you, like... From the moment I met him, I knew he was a really cool guy. He's a genuine person, and uh, he always was super into any conversation he was having. You know, he treated everybody like they were friends and family, super welcoming. And um, I was really fortunate to get uh, close to him and have him call me his friend. And, uh... You know, he was always talking nice about everybody. He was always checking in with with everybody, uh, remembering details about your life that not everybody would. Um, 
I've never met anybody like him, and I never will again. He was a really, a really fucking cool guy. He was a one-of-a-kind guy. And, um, he appreciated everybody for the individual that they were, and he would do anything for anybody. And it's just, it's a huge loss that he is gone. And he definitely will be missed. So, I just want to take a couple minutes and just say my piece. And let you guys know firsthand what I thought of him. I mean, I hope he knows that I appreciated him. And I hope he knows that I've really been trying this past week to make a difference for him and for Lori. I just hope he knows that. And, uh, yeah, like I said, he's going to be missed. Not just by me, but by everybody that knows him. Even people that people that ha- didn't get the chance to meet him, they know that they missed out. Be- just because other people just talk so highly of him. That's never going to stop. So, alright, thanks guys for letting me say my piece. Thanks for doing this pod, and, uh, Marco, well, he'll, he'll, he'll always be here. He's never going anywhere. It's just going to be really weird going to the stash and him not being there, smiling and hugging and laughing him. So, laughing with him. I can't even talk. Alright, before I start crying, I'm going to go. I met Mark two years ago when I came to the secret stash to record a part for a TESD audiobook. I brought donuts for everyone working that day. Mark and I and made Mark and I made an immediate Italian connection. We laughed as we talked about pastries and food. I looked at this person and instantly forgot we had just met. It was as it was as if we were old friends simply catching up. I thought I was special, but learned it was not I that was special, but Mark who was. He had the ability to make anyone he spoke to feel as if they were the most important person in the room. From that day forward, I would message my new old friend on Twitter. Conversations ranged from Halloween costumes of our youth to funny, crazy Eddie commercials of the 80s. He will be greatly missed by many. I am reminded of a quote by Dr. Seuss. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Mark, thank you for the many smiles. At Frank number 5. From the moment I met Mark, he set out to make my day a special one, and he did. I saw him going above and beyond for everyone he met. He was truly a kind, helpful, joyful man, and he will be missed always. At Rooster 47272. I never had the opportunity to meet Mark, but everything I heard about him was positive. In all the pictures I've ever seen of him, he was smiling and huggy ants. He always made the stash look welcoming. I would always imagine my first visit to the stash, walking through the door, seeing Mark and Mike at the counter, buying a ton of comics, getting to meet Walt, and leaving happy. In my mind, he was always part of my stash experience. Every one of the people that I've seen that visited the stash would say how nice and cool Mark was. People who only met him once, or maybe only a few times, have said that Mark is one of the nicest people that they had ever met. He had made an impact on those he he met and interacted with. I wish I could have met him myself. You will be missed, Marco. P. 
People with such warm hearts and genuine personality are rare in this world. The world is a little colder without people like that. Rest in peace, Mark. Hashtag Aunt Love. Hashtag Aunt Family. David V. I regret that I never had a chance to meet Mark because it sounds like everyone that did was all the better for it. We all want to be that person that makes an impact, a lasting impression, and a legacy of true heartfelt kindness, asking for nothing in return. Gone too soon is his body, but I've heard so many good stories that we know his true essence will live on. I hope the ants will pay his awesomeness forward. At a Haas 5, Amy. It's hard trying to write in a short email how awesome Mark was. I only knew him through Twitter, so it may... It may seem hard to understand how I know I will miss him for people for people that knew him, but I think that was a big part of his charm, to make you feel like you had known him for a long time and that you were special. I loved getting his tweets saying how much he wanted me to go there or how he commented on them. I know things will be different, but I know I will never forget him, and my next trip to Red Bank is going to be different. There may be pain now, but I know that means he made me a very small part of his life, and I will always appreciate that. Love to all his family and friends, and to you both, all the best. TESD Groupie. This is at 13% Chris and her husband. So, about Mark. Wow, what a tragedy. That guy was the coolest, friendliest guy on the planet. Chris and I had never met him. Chris was talking to him a lot via Twitter setting up the first anthill. He was a lot of help. Even though the anthill never happened, Chris and I still planned on taking our kids to the stash anyway. Mark was so accommodating for us. He treated us like we were family that he had known forever. We welcomed he welcomed Chris with a sign in the stash that read waiting for thirteen percent Chris introduced us to people like Rob Bruce, set us up with Walt, gave my kids free comics, and basically made every effort possible to make us feel at home. He took the time out of his own busy schedule to make sure we were happy and having a great time. I had never met him before, but he treated me like we had been friends for years. This is who Mark was. He had a gift that just spew out love. Chris had a very close friendship with him on the Twitterverse. It is so sad to lose someone so loving and caring. This world was far better with him on it. I was never able to meet Mark in real life. Um, I have a trek to the stash planned. And I knew for me... One of the things I was looking forward to was, was uh, meeting Mark. Uh, he was always very friendly, very supportive, um, great guy to talk to. Um, and that's the only thing I had ever heard from other people, other people who'd been able to meet him. Um, definitely seemed like the type of guy that he didn't ever meet a stranger. He went out of his way to make sure that people who messaged him or visited the stash um, felt at home. and He just seemed to go above and beyond to make things special for people and just put a lot of good out into the world. So it's, it's tough to see that we've lost a really 
unique and kind and warm individual when there's such a shortage of them in this world. Um, you'll definitely be missed, Mark. And um, that's it. Hello. I was going to say, holy shit, answer your fucking phone. Yeah, sorry. Here, let me find my uh, headphones. I'm kidding. It took me like 20 minutes to, to re-up my account. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, it goes inactive after like, uh, if you don't use it for like three years. Oh, three years. <laughs> yeah, bitches. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to catch that. So, what shall we talk about? Well, uh... Hey, there's babies in the background screaming. Um, I guess first I wanted to say uh, welcome to Always Bet on Geek. Thank you very much for coming on and joining and to oh talk. Oh my, talk. my God, Marshall, of course. Um, if anybody doesn't already know, this is Mr. Mike, Mike Zapsick, who was, I'm going to keep saying it, kind enough to join to talk to me about this today. You know what, um, Marshall? I gotta, I gotta tell you, Mark was Mark was everybody's biggest cheerleader, but he was a huge fan of yours. So, yeah, that, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean really? that that's awesome. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, but just uh, it, that, that's awesome. All, all day, man. I've been stuttering and stammering. I just can't hardly get any anything out. I don't know if I can even edit together a single coherent real thought i'll that's, try but we'll see it's perfectly fine because guess what you know it's only been a week since he's been gone and i i can't even pro still process it so no. man you all right you want to take a second no I, i'm cool I'm, I'm trying to adjust myself now so it's oh. yeah i've been getting emotional all day i don't think i'll i think i'll be okay this time all right yeah, have you gotten a lot of calls from people? I've gotten, I think, maybe five audio clips and about ten emails, like written emails. Oh, very cool. So, yeah, it was pretty cool where I've had Pat and I think Stephanie's going to read a couple couple uh, of the emails and then I'll play the audio clips in between. Um, I had uh, Joseph call in a little while ago and then... Uh, than this one and then I can wrap it up and start trying to figure out the edit on this bastard okay. <laughs> so actually Ming and I did uh, our thing this morning and it was more of um, it was it was more of a fuck you than it was a true tribute which kind of breaks my heart a little bit but I think Mark would have understood uh, and you... Mark, Mark would have actually been there like ramping me up to get uh, even more pissy and more uh, livid, even though he, he was always like, "Hey, pal, you know there's there's plenty of room at the table for everybody." Mark Mark never understood when people ate their own. He never understood. Uh, tell him Steve, Dave never understood Brian and Walt and their fascination with, with you know completely shitting on me or me. But you know that's perfectly fine. I, I've never. It's a Jersey thing. But Mark just didn't understand it. He his whole used to say it all the time. When the water rises, all boats float. It's true. So okay. Um, but this time, I think that he would have uh, at least been like, you know what, Holden, you really are a scumbag. 
So no, I mean it's not like I don't agree with what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, but let's you know what? Let's screw that. Yeah, it, actually, I'm getting off topic again. Sorry, it's been an emotional day for me too. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, we're here to talk about Mark. So yeah, uh, believe believe me. As soon as that was, I think maybe maybe 20 minutes after it dropped, I had multiple people calling me and saying, "Hey, dude, guess what? Man, you're gonna get a kick out of what I'm fixing to tell you." So I've I've heard right. about it already. I'm I'm thrilled about it. I'm glad somebody's finally. Well, somebody to... somebody needs to tell him to go fuck himself. So and I do it multiple times. So enough about that. You know what? Okay. Screw him. This is about Mark, and I would much rather talk about Mark and about what he meant to you and what he uh, what he meant to me. So, uh, Mark, you know when when you um, it's really weird. Because when you're, you're I, I suppose, and, and please don't get me wrong when I say that, you know, it's, I am like the, what what is lower than the Hervé Villachez on, um, you know, the scale of, like, celebrities? Even, even lower than uh, the Gabor sister who didn't have a, a TV show back in the 60s. No, you know, man, no, you are. <laughs> Y'all, y'all are actually, you know, a part of pop culture now, man. You can, she can, shouldn't, uh, shouldn't. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna be a little bit more self-deprecating. I'll be self-deprecating the way that Kevin is self-deprecating. You know, so, uh, it, there, there are people who are like, hey, I want to, you know, hang out with you, and and I want to, uh, you know, suck on your soul a little bit, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> And um, <laughs> yeah. I noticed it more with Brian and Walt than I did with, um, you know, me, at least in the beginning. But then there were people who, who did that, who were like, hey, you know what? You have a certain amount of notoriety. Let me see if I can, you know, jump all over your crap. Man, I've apologized for that a hundred times. No, no, no. You know what? Yeah, and well, you should, <laughs> damn it. Um, no, it was... Um, it was just like a cautionary tale. It had happened once before. And I'm just like, you know, you get burnt and it's like, all right, well, okay. And then you don't. And then, then you, you just, you don't, you don't, um, you, you don't make friends anymore. It's really weird. You, you, you parlay or you, uh, you circle the friends that you've got now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's hard. So, it's hard when you get burned, man. I know. What is it? Uh, oh yeah. Second time, shame on me. Yeah, exactly. First time, yeah. Um, but Mark was Mark was a guy. Mark was pretty damn. Mark was awesome. You know. Uh, but you know, I had to keep that the defenses up for a while, and I did. And then Mark broke through him. That was that was what he did best. You know, oh, that's he, absolutely uh, that's absolutely true. You know, he he made me trust him. I was like, wow, I. And I swear to God, I would have, if you had told me that this dude, this guy would become one of my best friends, I would have told, you know, like five years ago, I would have told you you're crazy. I would have been like, you're out of your mind. But sure enough, Mark, Mark has that, has, see, I still talk, talk about it in the first person, Marshall, and it pisses me off. Well, don't let it piss you off. That'll probably keep happening for maybe even yeah, years to come. Probably. I mean, um, but yeah, he's uh, he's. It's it, I I can't even really process his loss yet. 
So yeah, I can't even I, imagine. I mean, I'm just the guy that calls every couple of couple of weeks. You know, uh, I can't even imagine how it is for y'all. Yeah, because you stand shoulder to shoulder. It's it's really weird because Ming put it best. He said, you know, he lost family members. You know, a cousin who was really close to him and his brother. But he only saw his brother like three, four times a year. And his cousin he hadn't talked to in like two years. Right. But yet here's Mark, who's a guy he saw literally every day. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I saw Mark, you know, five, six days a week. I saw him sometimes more than I see my own family. And, I mean, where do you go from there? Here's this, he's this gentle soul with a, a, an amazing sense of humor and a really, just a, um, you know, a true gentle man. So, um, and not not to, he, he could also kick ass when the time arose, from what I understand, from what he used to say, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he had a wild past. Was, he, <laughs> yeah. He's a very gentle guy. And, I mean, your tribute to him, I he would be, he would be touched. He would be tickled that, you know, you, you took the time to honor him. Well, I mean, I told Pat earlier when we recorded it, you know, it never even occurred to me to do do this until I heard that other one and it kind of I was like no that can't be that can't be the that can't be the one that's out there that can't be it there has to be you know something that someone that really I mean you know he might have had his heart in the right place or whatever but I, I, no I, I ultimately want... his head was right up his ass right well I mean you know I, his whatever that's all his that's none of my business. My my business is to make sure that there is one that's done in the right way. And I'm now, even... now, how about this? You want there to be one out there that um, speaks to you that that's that you know is in your voice, which is perfectly a person a perfectly reasonable response to something like this. You wanted to say goodbye to Mark in your way, yeah. Which I think is really cool. That's cool. Well, I mean, I, I really, like I said, and to everybody else, I very much appreciate it. I mean, um, you know, I, I'm sure Mark, because he was always such a su- supporter, he he helped me like with my confidence a lot. That's what I was telling. Uh, I think I told everybody now that I've talked to, you know, we had me and Pat had talked about doing the podcast for m- months beforehand but it was kind of through y'all's and mark's maybe 80 percent mark uh pushing us and nudging us to do it i mean the day we got back we did our first episode so i mean i i attribute a lot of it to him because he was so positive and supportive and it was really it was really nice yeah and it wasn't just bullshit on you know somebody saying hey, hey go and do a podcast you know mark really did mean it no absolutely you know, because at first I, I thought maybe that, you know, I was like, oh, you know, he's probably just saying that to, you know, be nice and supportive. That's nice. I appreciate that. But then the more that I heard from him on it, I realized that he, he wasn't really blowing smoke. And, and then I kind of felt bad for thinking that he did blow, was blowing smoke. <laughs> nah, nah, you, you can't. That that way leads, leads to madness. Don't don't oh, yeah, yeah. second guess yourself. Well, I mean, I, uh, when I said I felt bad, I don't. I mean, like really, really bad. But I kind of felt a little guilty. 
a little bit, but not enough to to be like, hey, Mark, I feel really guilty. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. When we when we showed up last summer, whenever it was for that week, you know, he y'all. I mean, you were that first weekend. You and Ming were gone. That first. Yeah. Week, he uh. Which next time we're we're not gonna do that. I'm gonna try to schedule it to where I can see y'all next time. But, uh, man, for real, that trip was fantastic. But he made it he over the top, over the top, man. It was better than my Disney World trip, and that's saying something because I really had a lot of fun at Disney. I am here. I swear to God, Marshall. No, no, I heard you in the background. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At this point, I just kind of feel like I'm rambling because I've just been talking all day about about the same stuff. I don't know. No, that's perfectly fine. Um, how can I help? What can I do for you? How how can I? I mean, I'm assuming you're recording all this, but yeah. how can? What what would you like from me? Do you want a story? Do you want? I mean, I've been rambling too just just now. So well, that, that's fine. I, I don't mind. I mean, just I mean, whatever uh, a story. Um, uh, anything really i mean because out of everybody that i've got to talk to today or emails and stuff you've uh definitely know him the best so i mean whatever you think would be appropriate because my stories like uh you know he told me on the phone one time like when he first started working there you know his dad was was kind of giving him shit about you know starting to work at a comic book store and but it, it wasn't I, don't, I think he said it wasn't even a year before his dad kind of turned around and said that he's where he's supposed to be and he, you know, he, he turned it around and stuff like that. Yeah. That was, you know, really cool. But, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you've probably heard that on tons of different stories. I I want to hear stories that I haven't heard. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Okay. Um. You know what? I'll tell you this one. And I... I told it during his eulogy how, how did that go how did that go by the way was that... it went uh you know what i it went really well because I, uh, when i talked to you on the phone last i didn't get a chance to ask because we were both kind of down and it slipped my mind yeah it it happened um you know what i was only allotted like three minutes i stretched it out to five but i mean it was i tried to be you know like mark um Everything else was the, the entire mass was very dour, you know, very Catholic, very, you know, death centric, and so I, I just wanted uh, yeah. to do something better I, than that. I was in Catholic school a lot of my life, so I, I know right there. So, um, but I tried to I tried to in, infuse a little brightness, you know, and hopefully I did. A lot of people seem to like it. So, um, and and here's here's the thing, we were well. Brian, um, Quinn, and Walt were recording Tell Him Steve Dave one night. And it was one of their, uh, the ones that they had with me and Ming on it. And uh, Mark was in the back. I think, it, I forget which one it was, but um, we were, you know, everything's, whenever you do something at that table with that many people, you have to pick and choose your moments to, uh, to interject something. And uh, something popped up, and it was something that only Mark and I would have gone gotten. And he was he was in the the peanut gallery, and 
So I sat in, and sure enough, silence except for him. He was laughing. <laughs> and uh, he grabbed me later on. He grabbed me after, and he said, you were really on fire tonight. That was great, except for one thing. You hit that, that sour note with uh, that one joke. I said, which joke? He's like, you know, the one that only you and I would have gotten. <laughs> and I said, that's exactly why I told it, because I wanted to make you laugh. And he he put his tongue between his teeth, and he went, uh-huh, uh-huh. And he, he just he had that smile <laughs> on his face. I've seen that a couple times. <laughs> he, he squeezed my arm, and he um, he walked away, and he was chuckling. And you know what? That's... That's that's kind of the most important part of mine and Mark's friendship was that you know we could we could sell out our, you know sell out arenas but to have that connection that one on one that was really important to me that was important to Mark you know we're of an accord for that he and I had shtick that we would do every day and Mark wasn't a perfect person I'm not a perfect person he would piss me off sometimes. But I could never stay mad at him. Never. I tried. And anyone who anyone who knows me knows I can hold a grudge. Why would you even try, though? I mean, come on. <laughs> I would. No. Well, I, I did. I why call, call it an a um, an experiment in insanity? Uh, I tried <laughs> to stay mad at him, and I just couldn't. I really. I within three minutes, I was done because he was that kind of guy. He yeah. he brought he brought out the best in everybody not just me he made me a better person but he made other people better as well so to me i think that that's that's the most important legacy that that mark costello brought to uh to jay and silent bob secret stash you know that you know he he was warm he was kind he was nice but he brought out the best in you yeah yeah, it won't be the same without it, man. I, I don't know. Oh, you're telling me. That's really cool, man. And uh, we dedicated we dedicated our third chair in perpetuity on the Ming and Mike show to uh, Mark Costello. So really he'll cool. always be a part of our podcast. Oh, man. It'd be really nice if we made money so we could give something to Lori. But, you know. Oh, speak, speaking of, how's that uh, the GoFundMe? I was at sixteen thousand after like five days. That's really awesome. That is pretty awesome. So if if you want to go check it out, it's GoFundMe and just look up Mark Costello, the Good Time Fellow, I believe. Yep. So awesome. I wanted to make sure I threw that in there. I'm glad you reminded me. Cool. Uh, man, I, I don't want to keep keep you if you need to go and do something. I just. Just really, you know, wanted to, to hear some stories and, and again, tell you thank you for coming on and, you know, all the stuff that y'all do for me on a weekly, monthly basis. Not a problem, Marshall. You um, Give me a call tomorrow. We'll uh, get that new uh, CC. Um, I've, like I said, I have no idea where Mark put it. I doubt, uh, you know what, he probably just misplaced it someplace and it, it ended up in the garbage, hopefully. So. <laughs> Yeah, let's hope so. Nope. I know I'm looking for it. So, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that until you just said that out loud. All right. Well, again, thanks, man. I I really Not appreciate at all. it. Marshall, thank you. Thanks for doing this for Mark. 
like I said, he would he would be touched right now. Well, hopefully in a good way and not in the the bad way. No, 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 never. <laughs> and as far as goes, you know what? He can fuck himself. Um, yeah, I don't and, think I don't think that I'm even that, gonna I don't think that I'm even gonna put his name in in this episode. I don't think. That's cool. I mean, I, like I said, I I didn't even I didn't name him once. Yeah, I don't that's, want that's what I heard. I had a a couple of what does they what does they say in um in Game of Thrones little birds or little spiders or oh you couple, got little birds got yeah I have a couple little birds out there oh very cool <laughs> all right man we'll get get to your family tell everybody thank you tell them I love them I appreciate you Marshall man. you too thank you so much buddy all right man all right have a great night you too bye bye. Hey, it's Marco. It's a stash. I was just trying to get you back. No biggie. Uh, try me. Be busy, I might not. Who knows? But uh, whatever. We'll hook up. All right? Talk to you.